Moika. Hey, welcome, welcome to, to our, our podcast, podcast Mastering Finland. Finland. I'm Jean and I'm from California. I'm Petra and I'm from the Czech Republic. We're here to chat about our life in Finland. Hi everybody. Welcome to the podcast. Hello. <laughs> so, Petra, how's it going? Yeah, it's good. We've had some sunny weather, so, you know, I've been enjoying the summer. I think it's been pretty nice this year, so can't complain, really. That's true. What about you? Yeah, um, it's pretty nice today. The weather, partly cloudy, but, you know, blue skies. And, and yeah, we've had, we've had, like, maybe two weeks of summer, would you say? And then it, or maybe, like, three, and then it kind of ended. I would say three and then, yeah, it went a bit slower down. But I don't mind, to be honest. Like, when it's too hot, it's just unbearable here in Finland. I agree. I feel like the sun is hotter here or something. Because yeah, I agree. it's like, it really is unbearable. Or maybe it's because we've just become really accustomed to cooler <laughs> weather. So. But you know what? I think, like, yesterday it was like 22, but it felt like 28. Yeah, so, I'm like... Come on. Yeah, I was thinking, like, is there something wrong with my app? Because it keeps showing a lower temperature than what it actually feels like so yeah no so it is just it's exactly what you said it just feels different that's so so strange but anyway yes i'm really glad that cooler weather is is back so that's good okay so in this episode we wanted to talk about all things finnish so Finnish companies, like cultures, inventions, people, everything. And just everything that, that yeah, is related to Finland and Finnish beings. Finnish beings, <laughs> yes. So we thought we'd start with Moomins. Petra, did Yay. you want to share your knowledge? Yeah, I love them. I love them. I used to love them as a kid, actually. I read all the books. And, you know, at that point, I had no clue about Finland whatsoever, really. But I really loved the books and the TV shows. And it was basically invented by Swedish-speaking Tove Jansson, who wrote the books and illustrated the books. And there are nine books uh, uh, that the first one was uh, written in 1945. And there are five children books that are just like illustrations mainly. It's made into kids' show, and this kids' show was, like, renewed. And, you know, like, there were new animations done, so it looks, like, a bit, like, new school. A high-def HD. Yeah. <laughs> However, you know, the old-school, like, animations, I prefer it more, to be I honest. I agree. So that's that. And, of course, there's this everything moving. There's anything you can imagine that is moving. There are moving shops that you can find in Helsinki and, you know, anything from bikes to oven mittens to kids' clothes, you know, yeah, just exists. Yeah. But I think the most popular is Moomin mugs, for sure. Mm-hmm. People just, there is no person that would not have them. Even I have it. I think. But it yeah, was exactly. given as a gift. I have it too. <laughs> and that should, yeah. see, that should even be noted. The fact that it was given as a gift is like... It is of value that it is worth giving. As yeah, totally. <laughs> and some people like are collecting it, like for reals. There is, you can see on like 
Tori.fi where you can like sell, you know, secondhand stuff or like different stuff. You can see that people are, are trying to sell the old versions of mugs from, you know, 19 or whatever. Wow. But for like hundreds of euros. Oh my God. Because some people are just collectors and they have like all of them. Crazy. Which is, yeah, just. They're basically just like crazy how- antiques. Yeah, yeah, they totally are. And there is like every year there is a new collection coming out. So you have a new sort of picture on the mug. And it's so popular that the first day when it's out, people just buy it out. Wow. It's (laughs) almost like like an iPhone or something. (laughs) Yeah, so people are fighting for getting that mug because it's so special. And even some of them, they have like limited number that gets out and, you know, limited editions and you know, there is lots, yeah, lots going on. And we talked about moments a bit when we talked, in a, when we were doing the traveling episodes and we went to Nandali, where is the Moomin Maelma or Moomin World, where it's mainly for kids or families, basically with kids. But there's like, you know, there is the big house, the blue big house of the movements, and there are characters, you know, people who are wearing the characters' masks, and you can take pictures of them and with them, and you know, just all sort of attractions. It's sort of like amusement park, but not like super amusement park. So, are there rides and things like that? Like yeah. that? Attractions? I'm not sure to be honest. I've never been there. Okay. But I think it's more about like experiencing this, you know, different stories and mm-hmm. and meeting the creatures and stuff. So yeah. But I've been to Moomin Museum in Tampere. Mm. Which is really tiny but really beautiful. It's mainly focused on the art of the Vansons. So it's not really like that you would see, you know just so many but there are so many like I don't know characters so you can take pictures with characters and whatever but there are the actual origin original drawings of Tove Jansons and sketches and it's like basically you know collection of artworks of about the movements and but there are also like there's a big plush movement there <laughs> I remember we took a picture with that <laughs> mm-hmm. And, you know, there is Mumin Shop, of course, connected to that. And, but it's really, I would recommend that to anybody who comes to Zampara to visit because it's part of the history, I would say. And Mumin is not a particular animal. It's a creature in itself, right? Yeah. yeah. But it, it looks like a hippo. It does. Yeah, right? it kind of looks like a, a hippopotamus. Yeah. <laughs> but it's not like really a hippo. Yeah. You know, or she said that it's not like a hippo inspired or anything interesting yeah so yeah yeah mm-hmm. um yeah and it's there are moving cafes you know whatever you can imagine with moments exist as yeah a and it's really really popular in japan That's i so have a japanese friend who mm-hmm. actually sent me things from japan and she has sent me moving things no way from japan <laughs> yeah but things i haven't seen here that's the funny bit interesting that, like what you know, are genuinely made i got like for example this washi paper tape you know if i don't know if you know i've never seen it here but What's it's that? just like paper tape and there are movements on it paper oh, tape okay no, okay tape. like yeah it's called just washi tape That's i the see i see name of it. yeah uh but for example that i've never seen here or it's quite rare i would say but she just sent me that from from japan well yeah they do Finland 
has like a connection with Japan, right? Like culturally they kind of feel, or they're kind of similar, I guess, in like the whole reserved reservedness or, or yeah. Um, so yeah, that's also, that's also interesting. Um, but yeah. Yeah. There you and go. And I think there is quite a similarity in the language as well, even though it looks different, but they say that the structure Oh, I I believe that because someone told me that um, Korean is similar to like the structure also, like the sentence Mm -hmm. structure is also similar to Finnish. So yeah, um, so yeah, yeah, there must be some similarities there. Interesting. Mm. Never would have guessed. But so yeah, that's the that's our Moomin creatures. I guess they're kind of like. The equivalent of, would you say, like, Disney stuff, Disney characters in the States and, like, um, uh, maybe, like, Winnie the yeah. Pooh, you know, like, those really yeah. old classics. Yeah, I would say so. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, I would say so. It also got exported to the rest of the world. Exactly. So it's not like yeah. I had it in check when I was a kid, mm-hmm. you know. Actually, I so never knew not- about it, but... That's because really? I was far, far. I was in, <laughs> yeah, Kazakhstan. But anyway, yeah. Um, so then we have Kalevala, and that is the book of poetry, right? Yeah, it's an interesting piece. There is, it's definitely on my list to read. Okay, I know there is even a kids' version because it's like really hard to get it sometimes what i heard yeah it's like pretty um it's like historic literature like probably lots to analyze and try to understand yeah totally but there is kids version that explains stuff you know like kid friendly so maybe this one oh with pictures (laughs) yeah would be good to use yeah um and it was written by Elias Lundrud, and it's 50 folk stories about different, you know, creatures. And there is lots of stuff, the other art stuff in Finland based on it. I know there's lots of music based, you know, lots of compositions based on Kalevala. There is even jewelry that exists oh, now. Oh, that's true, yeah. Yeah, there is imp- that is inspired by, by the the book, the Caliver. Mm. And even now, actually, the new Duolingo uh, that has finally the Finnish to offer yeah. for for its learners, it actually has sentences from Kalevala. So there is like a sentence, oh, you are a wizard. And oh, that's like, where that's there? from. Yes. So <laughs> People are so confused because I've seen so many yeah. posts of like that. There's such random sentences in Duolingo for Finnish. And, yeah. But okay, so there you that's go. That's why there are random sentences from because Kalevala. it tries to refer to sort of, you know, history and the society and yeah. stuff. But yeah, it's definitely on my list yeah. to to learn more about and read that hopefully one day yeah yeah definitely a popular piece of um like historical Mm. work that i feel like all finnish people it's kind of like war and peace i'm always trying to find like equivalents to you know other popular things like it these are like yeah very very um 
much part of the culture. Yeah, but I don't think there is like, for example, you know, like I'm coming from Czech and mm. we have so much literature mm. and there are, you know, important pieces of books, but there is not only one. That's like, true. I there... don't think that many countries have just this one big you know, book. Oh yeah, you're right. Just like, just one. Yeah, yeah. That's true. Yeah, like this one. This one's a pretty big deal. You know, there are other poems and stuff. It's not like this is the only book that existed. Yeah. But the way it reflects in the society and the arts and everything, mm-hmm. I don't think that like, or I don't know of any other country that would have such a thing. That's that, true. That just one, one is so thing. Yeah, yeah. prevalent in everything. That's mm. true. Agree. Yeah, exactly. Um, so then we also have a, a famous person called Mina Kant. And mm-hmm. um, yeah, so she's a writer and social activist. And would you like to tell yeah. us more about her? Uh, She's basically the one who pushed a lot for the gender equality and it started quite early uh, in the 19th century and she's the one that sort of made it happen or she is the one who started it. That's why she's got her flag day, you know, here in Finland and her work addresses women's rights and... Yeah, she was, you know, mother of family and she was a worker and she tried to like fight for women's rights and mm-hmm. that's where it all comes from and that's why Finland is quite, I think, maybe like a bit ahead of some other countries mm-hmm. in Europe because this didn't have chance to happen really mm-hmm. in some other countries. Mm-hmm. I just I just know that there is a statue in New Vascula, like near the bus stop, remember? Yeah. Um, yeah, there is, uh, yeah, and yeah. So another uh, Finnish like hero in a way, I guess. <laughs> yeah, totally. And yeah, and the next yeah. one is yeah, Alvar Aalto, which is very well known Finnish architect and designer. Yes, yeah. and he... his home city is Uuskila. Yay! Yes. And he, what, well, well, how would you describe his architecture? Like, it's very oh. simple and like practical. I remember going to the museum in Uvascula with mm-hmm. his work. I don't know if you've been there, the one near. Yeah, yeah, I've been there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and yeah, it's very much about like functionality and yeah, um, keeping it simple. Those are probably mm. the two words that best describe his style um yeah I totally agree yeah and yeah um he also designed furniture um mm-hmm. and with probably the same the same like taste style simple functional um and yeah, yeah. he's yeah, another totally famous agree. famous uh Finnish person who also, he worked with, um, like, globally with, had global partnerships with designers and designed things abroad as well. So, if you see something mm-hmm. simple and functional, and it could have been his <laughs> his design. 
Yeah, and I know that quite few people come to Uvascula to visit just because of Alvar Alto, actually. Because the <gasps> That's... main campus, the seminar in Makedonia is on the hill. Yeah. Campus. This was designed by him and done by him. Yeah. So now we will move on to the Finnish companies that once you get here, you'll probably see them everywhere. Um And I'm sure they're around globally as well. I actually just haven't really noticed when traveling, but maybe I will now. I think I think some of them are very well known. Again, in Japan. And oh yeah, that's over, true. Over there, yeah, yeah. Is, again, maybe in some places <laughs> more than others. <laughs> just yeah, depends. Yeah, I would agree yeah. with that. Um, yeah. So the big one is a um, a textile and fashion company called Marimekko. Doesn't mm-hmm. mecco mean dress? Yeah. So is that like mm-hmm. is that what the name means, or is that? Yeah, just... it's sort of. I think it's Mari is like a name okay. of a w- woman. Yeah, and mecco. It's a woman's name, and mecco is is dress. So yeah, that's that's how. Yeah, it seems to be. So they were established in the 1960s. And they have furnishings, textiles, and clothes. Um, how would you describe the design there? It's it's very unusual, I would say. <laughs> it's not that anybody, like, not anybody, but not everybody can pull out, or not, not everybody would feel that they would be, like, comfortable in mm. such clothes because I think it's very extravagant. And there are big patterns. Yes, you know. yeah. I, this one pattern comes to mind, which probably, be, yeah, the flower, because it's the, like, usually. So there are flowers, like, repeated, repetitive patterns of flowers or dots, but, like, huge ones. They look like, <laughs> yeah, very big. Still- <laughs> they look like artwork. Like, they look like something you would frame and put somewhere around the house or in the museum. So you can imagine... I think what sort of person can pull it off wear such clothes. Yeah. I believe that quite often it's some sort of artist people, you know, who, who are wearing this sort of stuff. And that's true because they have this, of course, I'm not saying that normal people can't wear it. That's not true. Mm-hmm. But I don't think I would well, put I, on Marimekko dress. It's also very expensive. But it's so- cool. Yeah, it is very expensive. So, like, but I it's don't cool, own but it. maybe, yeah, no, it's expensive, and I don't think I would wear something like that, like on daily basis. Maybe yeah. if it was some cool, you know, even somewhere, but it's not something I would wear. Daily. Yeah, I don't think I could pull it off. Honestly, I'm picturing myself in it, and it looks ridiculous on me. <laughs> I cannot. But I did see people like, I don't know, I guess I feel like when I see Finnish people wear it, like it looks good. It looks fine. I Yeah, I think it just depends on what your style is and what you're comfortable with. But it is a very unique mm. taste. We'll put it that way. Yeah, totally. Yeah. And totally. if you can pull it off, then well done. <laughs> <laughs> maybe one day, Jean, maybe one day. Maybe one day. Maybe one day. But... Um, <laughs> I I think the only thing I could afford there really is the little coin purses. And I think I've gotten them as gifts before. And they also have the same design. Yeah, I had I got one as gift as well. 
Yeah. Yeah. Um, stripey. I have the stripey one. Oh, okay. I have the 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 flowery one. I mean, yeah, <laughs> of course. Surprise, surprise. But yeah, so that's Marimekko. And then there's Finlayson. Yeah, and I think it's basically sort of like similar, not like super similar, but again, it's like crazy patterns, like elephants, different colored elephants on, you know, bedsheets and pillows and cushions. I feel like it's more like it's not as eccentric looking. Would you say? Are or you maybe, sure? Or maybe have you, maybe, no. maybe I haven't. I don't agree with that. I mean, if you have colored ten million colors elephants on your oh curtains, really? Then, yeah. Okay, no, then I'm not picturing the right thing. <laughs> of course, they have like a more subtle styles as well. Yeah, I'm yeah. not saying they didn't do. Oh, but... okay. I Google imaged it. Yeah, you're right. It also is very much like like lots of patterns and um yeah. Flowers I like it. Stuff. It's like um you know. Like when you have like textile and you can have like beddings and cushions and, you know, stuff like that. I think it looks cool if you manage to combine it with, you know, at home with your other stuff. Yeah. Why not? Yeah, that's I think it's something that I would rather have than like a dress like that. (laughs) Yeah, that's true. I'd rather have (laughs) decorating my home than my body. Yeah. (laughs) Good point. Good point. So, you know, that's that. And it's also... Like some things, you know, when you buy bed sheets, it might be quite a bit more expensive. But at the same time, it's a good quality and it's things that they're going to last. And I know that you can find it in many, many Finnish homes mm-hmm. that they have have such either, either curtains or pillowcases, cushions and, yeah. and so on and so on. Yeah. And the company was founded in 1820 um by james finlayson so finlayson is the last name of the founder yeah yeah and the funny oh, thing is he's scottish, scottish. Oh, he's a scottish yeah. engineer i had no clue Inter- established a cotton mill in thambere oh yeah thambere has the it has the main yeah. um yeah, like factory. factory yeah but yeah he's scottish so you see foreigners it's possible to create something big and finish, even though you're a foreigner. That's true. If it could be so, done in the 19th century, it could be done yeah. in the 21st century. Feel inspired, because we should all feel inspired now. There we go. Thank you, James. Look at that. Yes, indeed. <laughs> what an inspiration, James. Yeah, yeah, totally. Okay. And yeah, then I think we can sort of move towards other design things that is Itala. Yes, and that's it was founded as a glasswork, but now they basically design different objects and tableware and cookware, mostly cups, glasses, plates. I think that's the thing that you most can see in people's houses. Yeah, in fact, we had um, it was one of my friend's birthdays recently, and we got her a itala itala <laughs> like a bowl where you can like put the candy. But yeah, you're right. I feel like every Finnish household that I've been to, which is really expensive. Yeah, a lot of them like have one it. plate costs like twenty euros. Yeah, it's because it's designer and. <laughs> I mean, all it's of great. That. I'm not saying right, and it's great that they're. I know that Finnish like like support their brands, and it's great that they don't you know buy cheap sort of things and rather support the Finnish brand and Finnish society. And I, I love that about Finns. But as like a normal person, I'm not sure you can really 
have a whole set of cups and and mugs and you know glasses and plates made by Itala. Yeah, it's really expensive. Maybe as a wedding gift, yes. that's like your chance yeah, to maybe I guess so. get as much Itala so. stuff. <laughs> so good luck, fingers <laughs> crossed for you. <laughs> but yes, that is a very yeah. uh, Finnish like and popular. Yeah. Um, and funny thing about that, that I think it's like most hilarious stories I heard and also I experienced that like when foreign, like when you, for example, are, you know, in couples and one is Finn and one is like a foreigner mm-hmm. and then the foreigner's parents come to visit to the, you know, let's say boyfriend's girlfriend's family to Finland. And then of course they have all these Itala stuff and it often I heard that many times that the foreign parents started peeling off the stickers from what? the dishes. Because Finnish people leave the Itala, there is this eye <sighs> this brand stickers on because that's how they do it. So you leave it on unless it peel itself. Wait, it they just leave stays it on there. just to show that it's from Itala. I guess so. Okay. But that's what happens. But then foreign, you know, people come and they are like, "Oh, I thought that they forgot to peel the it off." There. Yeah, <gasps> and that's what my mom did so as well. Funny. She came to visit. She came to visit my Finnish family, yeah. sort of. And the first thing she started doing, she started peeling off the stuff. I was like, <laughs> "What are you doing?" <laughs> no way. That is hilarious. Honestly, so, I would start peeling too. I yeah, love peeling. You see? Oh my god! Please don't do that. That's don't so go to fi- funny. Finish person's house and start peeling off the stickers because they'll kill you. <laughs> Actually, yeah, my uh, Finnish um, like host family they gave me an Itala like candle holder, which now I'm thinking is also a very popular thing to buy. Probably one yeah. of the more affordable things you can buy because yeah, it's one of yeah. So. Yeah, so that's really popular. <laughs> that's hilarious. But also, like, get, getting back to this collective mind of Finnish people as they were collecting mugs, they're again collecting dishes, exactly. like glass mm-hmm. holders mm-hmm. that they're not really used that much. They're just in this, you know... Display? Glass, yeah, in this display, and they're just there. Very expensive, again, are being sold, uh, like, second sort of hand, but, you know, not really used. Mm-hmm as a collecting object Mm -hmm. for lots of lots of money the same with vase wow i think that because they made quite quite a few and people are collecting those so there is not just like for usability or like you know like normal normal dishes but you're quite often you can find them especially i think in older older people's house yeah you can find that they have this display with this you know yeah. Like a glassware. I actually do kind of like their designs. Like it's, I would say yeah. it's almost like kind of like bohemian chic yeah. kind of feel. Yeah. Like their cups are, are pretty and they're different colors. And um, yeah. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And another popular, I guess, like um, similar company to Itala kind of is mm-hmm. Arabia. Is that how you would say it? Yeah. yeah. And they have um, mainly like ceramics, like kitchenware, tableware. So more, would you say like practical? Yeah. And I think also they because they make ceramics, they make also like toilets. Have you ever noticed that? That if you oh. come to some like 
Yeah, many of the toilets that you can see in Finland here are made. I think even those we had in uh, Kortepohja, they were made by Arabic. Oh yeah, maybe now that I think about yeah. it, I might have seen the name on the yeah. like flusher thing. Yeah, 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 exactly. Oh, interesting. So I think, but I think nowadays they don't make any like stuff in Finland anymore, and it's only like somewhere else factories. Oh. Like yeah. because they've gotten so popular and global or something? Or? No, I think it's that they started struggling with money, if I'm correct. But oh. I'm not, yeah, I think someone told me, but no, I'm not sure. So, oh. you know, sorry people if I'm misleading. They're still around though. Yeah. So there you could totally. find them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Basically yeah. in all the department stores yeah. like Sokos and mm. yeah, so you could still find their stuff here. Yeah. But yeah, overall, like you can see that we talked about, you know, different companies and different design. But I would say that overall, they have thing, like common thing that they are like unusual. It's very unique. Yeah, it's a very unique uh, style. Yeah. But also like, but also they seem to prefer very simple and like kind of mm. like Alvar Alto stuff, simple yeah. and true practical and even just thinking about the design of the classrooms that we were in it's very mm-hmm. much like ikea vibes um and <laughs> they like open space with like wind like large windows for walls and yeah makes sense. there's nothing really like decorative really in anything that yeah at least maybe yeah, not in true. interior design so much it's all very mm. clean cut and um open space i would say yeah, and totally. yeah but like the designs for other things yeah it's very unique taste um so now there are finnish inventions that um probably you guys haven't heard of or don't know that it's invented in Finland, but one of them is the dish drying rack. So, yes, yeah, so um, it's basically where after you wash the dishes, you put them on a rack. It's usually above the sink, and um, it doesn't have a bottom, so, like, the water just drips down into the sink. And, yeah, that's where they where your dishes dry but it was invented in finland yeah because it's not it's not only used in finland like it's it's i feel like it's all over the world so no i've never seen that oh no i i had we had it in kazakhstan i mean yeah yeah um but uh, to me it was really weird i've never seen anything like that before no, no, yeah. yeah. I, I think it's no, no, no. It, <laughs> it's I think it's used in other countries. It is used in other countries. I just I was surprised um, that it was from Finland. Like I had no idea that such a um, like ah. common item was actually invented in Finland. So that was actually was you know that's a fun so fact to learn about. Yes, but that's so funny that for you it's normal. Yeah, exactly. And for me it was like. How don't we have it? This is such a good thing. How didn't it didn't get to to check? We are drying, like manually drying the dishes after it's washed. Oh, really? Well, yeah, I, with, a, with a kitchen towel. Oh, 
well, I I should say though, like the one we had um, growing up, it didn't. The bottom wasn't open. It actually was closed. Uh-huh. So it was like a cabinet, and then the rack was yeah. inside that cabinet. So like yeah. the finished one is is better because the water just drips down into the yeah. sink, which makes, makes more sense. sense. So there's no like you know. But what we have in check is that you have this like plastic sort of bit on the side of your sink, and that's where you put it. So it's sort of similar, but it just has a tray underneath. Yeah, 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 yeah. And Those are there. also. But but I wonder if that maybe came from the idea of the dish drying rack you know originally yeah but yeah we don't have it in check so mm. it was quite shocking for me yeah surprisingly pleasant actually. <laughs> well there you go it's a very useful <laughs> useful item um and then we have um my favorite thing in the world fatzer Yes. Of course, it's chocolate company. <laughs> yes. It's the main <laughs> chocolate. They have other chocolate companies, but this one's like the most popular. Yeah, and it's bakery as well. Yes. And they their chocolate, I just love it. I don't know. I've had many chocolates, but I think Finnish Fata chocolate is just the best chocolate. Like it's pretty I good. don't know. Pretty good. I don't know. Yeah. And, and I always have to bring home like, you know, 15 bars of chocolates. So my suitcase is just like filled with chocolate. Yeah. Yeah. Because mom gives it to her friends or whoever. Because we don't have it. We have only geisha that we've always had. That one's really good. If I remember correctly. That one's with the hazelnut, right? Yeah. yeah. That one we had in, in Czech ever since I was a child, but I never knew it was from Finland until I came here and I was shocked. Uh, but the other bars, they are not available in mm-hmm. Czech. So that's yeah, where you come just, in. Yeah, that's where I come in and bring the half <laughs> of the Finland's chocolate well, back to Czech. Yeah, it's good stuff. And they have, um, yeah, like we said, the cafes, which are really nice. Yeah, and... I love their cakes. And if you are lactose intolerant, this is the most choices in cakes that you will ever have. Get there you go. In yeah. any cafes in Finland, I would say. Yeah. Because most of the cakes are lactose free. There are also gluten free options. Yeah. Just, you know, a hint. Yes. Any dietary restrictions you have, you will have something to eat there regardless. Yeah, I think so. Mm. Um, so, yes, along with the, the chocolate and cafes, coffee is something that is very ingrained in the culture and I feel like the country runs on coffee. So Finnish people consume the most coffee in the world per capita. Um, what? Say what? Yeah. How yeah. is that cra- <laughs> such a crazy thing? How is it not Italians? Or, well, see, you know, Italians whatever. drink like tiny cups, you oh, know? Yeah, They're not true. like, they don't... Yeah, like- Mm. and it's really quick it's not or at least from what i understood it's not like you know an all-day thing that you carry around with you in a to-go cup or anything like that but But like um, one person mm -hmm. like there's 10 kilos of coffee consumption per per person in one year yeah that's crazy it's a lot of coffee how crazy is that that's loads I guess it makes sense in the winter time because it's dark and <laughs> yes, I, <agree. laughs> I guess it's almost more just like practical. But like but I myself am a coffee drinker. So. Yeah, I am. I love coffee. Yeah, you are. So I could elaborate for a long time. But <laughs> the thing is that the weird thing is that you would think that if you drink the most coffee, you drink like really good coffee. Like, you know, 
coffee machine style coffee or like the AeroPress coffee or like really well-made coffees Mm -hmm. that, you know, you have to, and you would ground your own beans and stuff like that. No, you just buy the ground beans and then you just put it into this machine that does the filtered coffee, which is, in my opinion, the worst type of coffee after, you know, the instant coffee style because there's like completely nothing to do with coffee. But then you have the this sort of filtered coffee, which what? But that's the that's the type they are drinking, you know. Not many people have any other coffee machines. This is what they drink. They make the one liter of you know pot in the morning mm-hmm. <laughs> of the filtered coffee, and that's what they drink. Hmm. Isn't that what it's like mostly? How it's yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. But it's not the best way of drinking coffee. Mm-mm-mm. I mean, there are way better ways. Yeah, yeah. And you know, they're even less expensive. But you know, it's just. I think that that way you can make the most coffee in like amount. Exactly. Yeah, it's probably just more. Once. Yeah, practical. Yeah, I guess. So. Sense if they're but drinking yeah. that much, they must not be able to spend that much time making. The fanciest coffee, but um, but But yeah, yeah. but there is actually one interesting new thing that we can share because there is a new startup. They're called the Rens, and they make trainers from the coffee beans that were used already for the coffee, like shoes. So yeah, like real shoes trainers. Can you imagine? And also they add recycled plastics, so it's like sustainable way of making shoes. And it's just so cool. And basically they use the, you know, you have the ground beans, you use, you put it in the filter coffee, but then you like, you know, keep it, you don't throw it in a bin. And they make somehow trainers out of it. And it was launched last year. Actually. Wow. How interesting. Who would have yeah, thought? it's like... <laughs> Yeah, I know. And it's, I think, the most promising startup that has been recently launched in cool. Finland. Well, we'll, sure. we'll definitely add a link to the to the summary. So yeah. Ch- yeah. check them out. Yeah. That's really so that's cool. Like, hey, you know, cool new info. Yeah, but yeah. definitely. Um, okay, so then we have, of course, Nokia. Um I feel like Nokia is, for me, it'll always be associated with the snake game. Like, I miss that yeah. game. <laughs> yes. Such and a good game. unbreakable phones. That's true. Just, just unbreakable. I have dropped them into the toilet, and they have still worked. <laughs> like, My dad nothing had will it kill in it. his pocket mm-hmm. when he jumped into a swimming pool. Oh my then goodness. he just let it dry, and it continued. It still works, I It's think. amazing. It is indestructible. Yeah. Like a magical And there are invention. so many jokes about it, or at least in Czech. That's true. I've like, seen a lot know, of memes. Yeah. yeah. So many memes and jokes about Nokia and how, you know, yeah. they're just like fossils that they're going to be there forever because <laughs> they're not, you can't destroy them. It's really true. But though. yes. Just like a, you know, just nice little, I don't know, info. Nokia is actually a sort of little city next to Tampere mm-hmm. where the factory started be to, to, to happen where it's all started and that's why it's called Nokia it's like after the name of a the, city yeah city town I don't know the well, size, there you but, go 
Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Um, and also um, related to phones, um, SMS texting was pioneered by a Finnish person named Matti Makkonen. And he was working for Nokia. So cool. Yeah. Who would have thought that all the texting we do now was because of a Finnish person? Thanks, Matti. For <laughs> seriously, thank you. That we don't have to talk in person anymore. <laughs> When it can be Yay. a quick text. Yeah. All the teenagers are now very happy. Yes. Because it's their life. Yes. <laughs> True. And then, you know, with technical invention, we can sort of transfer it to Angry Birds. Yeah. That, you know, it's a thing. Yes, it was in, in, invented in Finland. Yep. Yeah, I know you're shocked. That's what happened. By Rovio, yep. a company, game, game company. And yeah, you know, you know it. It's a big deal. There are even movies made based on the game. That's true. There is. Yeah. Yeah. But- so it's just. It's just a big deal that came from from Finland. Yeah, I remember in when I was in Lapland with my cousins, there was like a Angry Birds, or maybe it was just like a playground. But yeah, <laughs> the <laughs> Angry Birds is almost like the modern Moomin kind of yeah, thing, I would, would you say? definitely say that. Yeah, totally. Yeah. And the amusement park in uh, Tampere, Sarkaniemi, it's actually... Is inspired by by Angry Birds and everything is sort of Angry Birds style. Oh, and it has Angry Birds names and stuff. There you go. Yeah, so, yeah. Mm. yeah. All right, and um, another random thing we did not know was invented by a Finnish person are the safety reflectors. So it's the um, things usually they're keychains um, um, that you wear in the winter time when it's dark so that people can see you. So you don't get run over. Yeah. And also, I think, you know, it's probably comes also for bike reflectors yes. now. And yes. And like all the, all the stuff that basically are there. Yes. Um, it was invented by a Finnish farmer named Arvi Lehti. Um, and he used it or he invented it to use on his horse carts during long, dark winters. And it should be noted that pedestrians and most especially um, those on bikes are required required by law to wear reflectors when traveling yeah. in the winter, especially in Finland, because it, you really can't see um, people otherwise. So best to wear a reflector. Usually people hang it on like their zipper on their jackets or like on their backpacks. Yeah. yeah. Just anywhere where you could see where cars can, can mm-hmm. see you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's so essential, like, because really, like, here it, it gets really dark. And it's dark until quite late hours, like 9 a.m. mid-Finland. It can be still dark in middle of winter. You know, when you go the more north, yeah. it's just dark yeah. for most of the time. So it's an essential part that you need to have yes. in Finland. And it says that you can be seen more than three times the distance um, as you would without a reflector. Mm. So this gives drivers the time to like slow down and, you know, not run yeah, you totally. over. And I mean, nowadays so many people wear like black jackets, you know, it's, That's so, true. Like, it's a modern color. 
but it makes it even worse for anybody to see you. They do like wearing black Unless jackets there is here. Snow around you, yeah, quite a lot, yeah, you know, yeah. But, but that's otherwise, true. yeah. Mm-hmm. So there you go. And um, the last but not least is the sauna. That's the biggest invention, I think. Yes. <laughs> and so the oldest Finnish sauna dates back to ten thousand years ago. That's after the ice age. Yes, and originally Finnish saunas were earth pits covered with animal skins. So mm-hmm. um, we've come a long way from earth pits covered with animal skins because <laughs> we don't have that anymore. <laughs> this is from a website called saunaregion.fi. They have a lot of cool like facts and um, things about saunas there. But yeah, so apparently that's how sauna started, and um, it's one of the oldest Finnish inventions, um, and and it's very popular. Every household has a sauna or has access to a sauna. Like in the apartment building I'm in right now, um, we don't have a sauna in the apartment, but there is one. I mean, in our own apartment, like you know, but we have it mm-hmm. in the building where people can come yeah. and you know make use For of us. it. We have it in our own apartment. Oh, that's right. Crazy so that? nice. So jealous. So you have the bathroom, right? And at the end of the bathroom, there's this wooden sauna. Unbelievable. With this electric stove that you have the stones mm-hmm. over it. You can pour the water in there. It's weird how you can pour water in an electric stove. <laughs> I still don't get it. But, you know, it's, it's super safe, hot. they yeah. say. So... <laughs> And all the cables are uh, insulated, so you know it's safe and it works. It's pretty. It's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, and it's really cool that you have it in your in your apartment, so you don't have to like yeah totally. worry about booking time. I don't or... like. I don't like sauna that much. Yeah. So and if I do, I like being there alone, so I can lay down. So there's not that much of a pressure into my head. Yeah. Because that's what I don't like. Don't like about mm. it. Yeah. And, you know, you can't really do that in public sauna. (laughs) Take up all the space. But, yes, I also prefer, like, going by myself or, you know, with people I'm really comfortable with. Which here it's like they are okay with getting naked in front of people they have never met. So it's almost like Which is so funny. Yeah, it's kind of ironic because, you know, they – I think we talked about it in the previous episode. That's true, yes. They're closed off, but in the sauna, it's a completely different story. So, <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, yeah. there are 2 million saunas in Finland um, for a population of 5.3 million. So, you know. Um, yeah. It's so crazy. Yeah. It's, it's almost like, you know, as essential as a shower, you know. If you have a shower, you yeah, should have a sauna. Totally. It's almost like that. So it's a very common thing to have. Um, mm-hmm. Yes, and like we said, there's mixed saunas. Like sometimes there's just for men and just for women, but it's not uncommon to have mixed um, saunas, right? Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. True. True. And um, yeah, <laughs> you said that they do like family bonding and drink in the sauna. <laughs> I think drinking is like a big part of that. I don't know how people can stand that. I would die. I like, if I have a drink, yeah, you would I definitely would, like, die. I would be upset. I mean, I also have headache <laughs> tendencies. So like just thinking about that gives me a headache. 
my goodness i know and how drunk you must get oh my gosh can you imagine yeah because the heat exactly it makes the alcohol like more come into your head like how and then you're you losing that? don't you're get losing it. more water so like yeah water, i've never done that and i don't think i'll ever do yeah. that um i don't think so yeah, yeah i can't even <laughs> drink without you know losing it without, without the heat sauna. so can't imagine what the sauna would do to me but um but yes the sauna is like the hot spot pun intended <laughs> yeah but it's really healthy that's Let's true honest, it is healthy right? that's why they do that's it. true they don't just do it for the bonding and all of that and the drinking it is also very healthy for you and it makes sense yeah. that it was invented in finland because it's cold here so it's almost like a practical yeah. thing and you need yeah Totally. And it improves your like immune system because you're doing these temperature changes when you go from the hot to the cold. <gasps> yes. You know, so that improves your immune system. Then also it helps for muscle muscles. So like when you are in hot, your muscles get relaxed. So if you're sporting, that you can also see the connection. Finnish people are a lot like really sporty. They are out very, there, most of yes. Them. Yeah. So the fact that they have sauna and after sports, you know, they go like cross country skiing, then they come home or and then they get to sauna, they get the muscles relaxation going. And then when you go to the cold water, it like helps the muscle restoration. Mm. So your muscles are not that sore afterwards as they would be normally, which is amazing. And I also do it when I like feel that I exhausted myself a bit, you know, when I do some sport and you can feel the muscles aching. Yeah. Sauna and then cold shower, sauna, cold shower, the best way how you can help your body to restore the fastest. There you go. In a fastest yeah. way. So, yeah. That's really cool. Totally. Yeah. Um, there's a Finnish proverb saying that if tar, liquor, and sauna will not be of help, the disease is fatal. <laughs> <laughs> so the sauna is like gold when it comes to health oh my god like, that's so classic. yeah the first remedy against illnesses and let's talk about the tar yes right? why don't you tell what, us about the like, tar like yeah so the tar like a real tar that you use for you know roads. yes weird so i'll tell i'll read this story that that, that i found that tar claimed to have been formed from the sweat of Vainamoinen, a central character from the Finnish national epic Kalevala. Here we go. Kalevala reference, yeah. again. Was an important medicament to the former day Finns. Tar actually did bear antiseptic features, which worked as a cure for infections. Lately, tar has been recognized to include parts that can cause <laughs> cancer, and the European Union has urged <laughs> should be avoided. I'm glad they came to that realization. Uh-huh. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, super icing. However, there are like essential oils that you can use, you know, and you put it in the water, like a few drops, and you pour it over the stones and you get the smell of something, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. Normally, you would think like eucalyptus, right. right? That like sounds really good. And they use it. Also, there is a like a birch, the tree, uh, like a smell, which is also right. But then you have the tar, they actually have essential oil with the tar smell. It's disgusting. That's so bizarre. We bought, I know. We bought this like little box with the most used essential oils. You know, we didn't really look what was inside. We mm-hmm. just bought it. 
when we moved into our new apartment because we have sauna. So there was <laughs> there was the eucalyptus, there was the birch, there was the tar. No. And then there was smoked sauna smell. But genuinely, it smells like if you if you'd smoke sausages <laughs> no in your sauna. <laughs> so what? Genuinely. And there must be someone in our house using it because sometimes our sauna and our bathroom smells like smoked meat. Oh my gosh. But is, does that have health and that, that, that has smell. health benefits? The smoked smell and the tar smell? Or is that just for like Don't I don't know. For no, fun. I think it's just for for fun. <laughs> to transport you but into the forest yeah, or something. It's, but it's weird because genuinely like it can people must be still using it. And you know how long it took us to figure it out? What was that smell? Yeah. Of like salami, <laughs> no way, salami. Oh, that does not sound pleasant. So bad, but yeah, yeah that's great. a that's a good idea because I also have like essential oils and like you know there's different you yeah. know um like cures for each oil. So if you just drop mm. that into the water and put that over the pour that over the rocks, then yeah, it totally. really does smell good. I don't know about the smoke sound and the tar one, but the other the other <laughs> ones smell really good. And and they do have health benefits, like they can clear your sinuses yeah. or stuff like that. Totally. So yeah, and then um, also the it's called the sauna whisk. It's like the it's like a bouquet of branches with leaves that's tied together, and you like yeah. hit each other on backs and smack yeah, your smack back. your backs and like, um, but it's supposed to help with blood circulation. And, um, there's yeah. also the oils yeah. that come from the, the leaves that are supposed to be like yeah. therapeutic aromatherapy. Have you ever done that? You know, that? I've never done that, but yeah, no, I don't know why that. I've never but done you can it. buy those. You can buy those and maybe I should get those and do it in our sauna. Smack each other with my <laughs> you should get all the stress and you know all out on oh, each other God. and yeah, get your blood true. circulating. You know, therapy. Exactly. Therapy. Lots of therapy going on there. With health benefits. Exactly. Blood circulation. Yeah. Yeah. And aromatherapy. So oh, yeah. nice so there you go. Um there are other yeah. things well, also, but these are probably the most popular ones and the most like yeah, common things yeah, that we've seen. Yeah, use. this is the list we find or made. Like, yeah, we find we find that this is Finland. You know that that what makes Finland. Yeah, yeah. And had an impact on Finland. Yes. And there but, are other know, things though. Everybody, yeah, everybody can have yeah. some you know different sort of view on Finland and what is what is the main things for them. But I think in general, overall, these. This is a good overview. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Good. Well, thank you for listening, everyone. And don't forget to check the summaries for, for any links that we mentioned in the episode. Yes. And we will see you next week. Bye. Bye.